The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Hey, uh, the keys to the Park Hotel in Kenmare will be passed from one Irish family to another. After 40 years of running the esteemed hotel, the Brennan brothers, Francis and John, have announced that the business is going to be taken over by Brian and Tara Meehan. Uh, John Brennan himself and Brian Meehan himself are both with me uh, to talk about this transition. Good morning and welcome. Morning, Pat. How are you? Are, are you a happy man, John? I am very happy for a whole lot of reasons. And it is 40 years, which isn't to be sniffed at, OK, to be be closing the door or walking out the door for the last time. It won't be easy, having said that. The transition is what makes it so exciting for me because of Brian's, what he has done in the past, what he's achieved and his vision for the park. And every business needs vision and energy. And I've done a huge amount of things in the park in the last 20 years. You're telling us you're knackered. Exactly. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a bit shy <laughs> in saying <laughs> Will you no. be continuing with Francis uh, at your service? Yeah, or? we're in the middle of filming at the moment. Okay, yeah, so. we have a four new, four new programmes in the mix at the minute. So that'll keep... So you're going. not abandoning that particular ship? No, no, and we've uh, drunk in as well. Now, now Brian, uh, I knew nothing about you at all, but I started to, to read up and you've had a stellar career in uh, hospitality, I suppose. So tell us a little bit how you got your start. Uh, it was probably my dad, actually. He was a, a, an Irish... I, I was you know, raised in Ireland. My dad was an entrepreneur in the motor components trade. And I just helped him, you know, at the weekends and then during the day and then, you know, like during school, college, uh, worked with him. And that's where I got the flair. And I then started an organic food store in London called Fresh and Wild. Uh, that became Whole Foods. And then after that, I started a skincare company called Nude Skincare. Uh, and that was with Ali Houston. With Ali Houston, yeah. yeah. And and then uh, after that, we moved to with Nude. We moved to America. I saw Blue Bottle Coffee. Um, bought the company in 2012. Now, tell me about Blue Bottle uh, Coffee because it was something that you just had a, a, a personal enthusiasm for when you saw it. Yeah, I'm a. I love brands, and I love um, brands that are, you know, sort of trying to be better than the big brand. And I could never go to a Starbucks coffee. Um, no disrespect to Starbucks, but I always found when I walked in, the door of a Starbucks, just the smell and the feel of, of the of the cafe, just was not a place I would meet people for a coffee. But I went into the Ferry Building in San Francisco and saw Blue Bottle, and you know the coffees were delicious and design was beautiful. And was I mean, it just one emporium at that stage? They had four cafes. Four. So a small yeah, operation. Small, small operation. So yeah. um, did you make him an offer he couldn't refuse initially or did you have to persuade? No, it took a year. Took a year. Everything takes a bit of persuasion, <laughs> just like John <laughs> Brennan. Over time. Yeah. <laughs> it's got easier yeah, the for sa- him. I, it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. You, you persuaded the owner of Blue Bottle to, to sell Blue Bottle uh, to you. What was the formula of Blue Bottle, by the way, that, that made you well, feel comfortable? the thing that confuses people as I always say that Blue Bottle is, is you know basically serves delicious coffee and people can't get their head around that but you have to go and experience that the you know just we met someone coming in here this morning mm. at reception saw the logo on the bag of Blue Bottle and she said oh you're the Blue Bottle guy I went to Blue Bottle in San Francisco and the most delicious coffee I ever had in my life it's that uh, kind of concept. Is that, and what is the secret of that kind? I mean, beans uh, come from all over the place, from South America, they, from Europe. It's the people, basically. The people. the people we hire and how much training we do. And there's no, there's sort of similarities then with the Park Hotel, which is, you know, the most incredible group of people I've ever come across in hospitality yeah. work at the Park Hotel. And some of them have been there, like John Moriarty, for 40 years. Uh, and it's that kind of focus on quality you'll get most amazing Irish whiskies at the at the park and in the the best rooms in Ireland. So yeah. it's the same thing. Okay, so so what did you do with Blue Bottle then? You you bought a, an operation that had four outlets. What did you do? I raised some money. I didn't have that much money at the time. Uh, I from venture capitalists and 
Uh, it was the timing was amazing, and we we launched Blue Bottle in New York, and then Los Angeles, and then Tokyo, and then yeah, Seoul, Korea, uh, Hong Kong, and it was just you know just an amazing timing of bringing third wave coffee. I hate that word, third wave coffee, but people. People understand it. What's the second the wave? Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. And the first wave is just uh, the mom and pop Bulgers. stores selling. Uh, Maxwell. Yeah. Maxwell. Oh, you mean instant yeah. coffee? Okay. <laughs> first wave. <laughs> first wave. Hello. <laughs> do you tend, therefore, to to do things and then build them and boost them and sell them? Not something like this is the first time uh, in my entrepreneurial career, other than the company I worked with my dad, where Tar and I and the family owned the the company a hundred percent, and so this is a keeper. And, um, you know, we're very drawn back to, you know, oh, did you sell Ireland. Blue Bottle? I did sell Blue Bottle, yes. Okay, and yeah. who bought Blue Bottle? Nestle bought Blue Bottle. Now, was this a sacrilege or um, well, did you, you get you, an undertaking that they would mind it and care for it? Well, I had learned, this is the third business I sold, and um, I'd learned that actually when you sell a business, it's your time to actually make sure that the quality stays on. I learned that the hard way. So um, Mark Schneider, the CEO of Nestle, when he wanted to buy Blue Bottle, the deal was... Um, I stay on a CEO, I choose my successor, and I join your sustainability board, uh, which is basically if I'm going to sell, if I'm going to be in front of Pat Kenny telling him why in the future I sold Blue Bottle Coffee to Nestle, I've got to feel like I did. So- I had an opportunity to do something with them, which is he let me join his sustainability board globally. Um, I introduced regenerative agriculture to to, to Nestle. Um, we you know really pushed hard on the on changes around plastic uh, and uh, around you, you know. Uh, in protecting indigenous farmers and fair trade around cocoa. So nothing to do with coffee, but everything to do with everything that my daughters are teaching me now, which is okay. they're learning in college. It's just like, Dad, if you're going to be in business, you got to do this. Yeah, right. S- sustainability is not uh, just good for the planet. It's good business too. It's good business too. But also, you know, workers' rights and, 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 and mm. making sure that the impact you leave on the planet and society is positive. So when you're talking about, uh, say, plastics and obviously uh, Nespresso is the massive success for for Nestle and you can have all sorts of coffee from all sorts of provenances I suppose in those capsules but the mystery of how do they recycle the capsules because they do collect them yeah it's um, aluminium or aluminium as they say in America yeah which is um, eternally recyclable it is eternally recyclable so they do they, they spend three billion a year now on on sustainability and as I said, Mark Schneider is he, he is the real deal when it comes to, to I mean, but they're the biggest food company in the world. Yeah. So they'll always have issues. OK. And how big is Blue Bottle in their massive empire? Tiny, tiny, tiny. But it punches above its weight. Yeah. And they've, we've had a major impact on everyone in Nestle. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, I always say, like, if you, if you keep your head down and work hard on what you're doing, others will copy you, which is what you want. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the world will evolve. And it's the, it's the same with hotels. Now, you're also embarking on a second Irish adventure in Glengariff. Ah. Yeah. What are you at? Well, again, it's the daughters. And, um, you know, they're... sound long-suffering. They're 25, 22 and, and 19 of the most inspiring th- uh, three women I've, I've ever, uh, you know, worked with. And it's all about the impact you have on society. And obviously the biggest thing we can do right now is protect the land, especially in Ireland. Um, you know, where the percentage of trees in Ireland is, is, is diminishing and, and has diminished for the past, you know, 400 years. This is one of the last remaining uh, temperate oakwood rainforests in Ireland. And when I saw it was available for sale, and again, my daughters say, we don't own this. 
they we're said that we're a steward of this yeah. property. Uh, and so what we're doing is that we're, you know, the, it was the site of the of Roach's Hotel back in 1910 or in 1820 when Roach's Hotel was, was built there. It burned down in 1910 and the, and the land just kind of went into disuse. Um, and so now we're working on, the, we, there's five homes on this property and we're looking to restore it uh, and, and bring the rainforest you know, to, okay. to its glory, get all of the non-native... And people will be able to visit and stay visit in, in and the stay. five houses. And then, you know, that rainforest can, can, can help the park and the park can help the rainforest. Um, so this is, you know, we're looking forward to, to being able to offer the guests of the park this opportunity. So w- what persuaded you to buy the park? I mean, what were you popping in, having I a, had no testing in, their coffee? Or I what? had no intention of buying the park until John Brennan <laughs> knocked on my door and yeah. said, I think you're the perfect owner for the park because I stayed there. Yeah. Uh, and he saw what I was doing at Drumgarif. Uh, John, I should yeah. let you tell the story, but... Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not allowed to talk, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, um, Brian came for lunch one Saturday, I think, at one o'clock, and I knew there was a party coming in. For I'd never met him before. Um, he had been to the hotel a number of times, but actually our paths had never actually crossed. And I waited to meet the group, at, and at five to one, I got a phone call that said there was a couple waiting for me in Drunkwin. I had to go run to Drunkwin, and I missed him. And he heard then during course of lunch that the hotel was for sale which you didn't know that it was for sale before you arrived and then I went over to see him on Sunday the two of us hit it off and it's very much I don't want to be sound soppy soppy on it but there's a huge amount of synergies between us both and his history which you've just heard about suits the Park Hotel perfectly for the future because tourism is at somewhat of a crossroads and we do an awful lot of things in the industry from a sustainability point of view which is really only about a bottom line whereas with Brian it's going to come from the heart and as a result that'll make a great property over the next five or six years. All right. Um, what are you going to change? I mean, aficionados of the park are going to say I hope they don't ruin the place. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 this happened to me at Blue Bottle Coffee because I, I you know, basically bought Blue Bottle Coffee in 2012 and everyone was like, you know... What's your man going to do with it? Is there going to be change? And I said, yes, there's going to be change. Things are going to get better. That's hard to do with the Brennans because they do such a perfect and amazing show at at, at the Park Hotel. But there's things like um, sustainability. Um, You know, John and I were just talking, the the Park Hotel spends €400,000 a year on electricity. And obviously we won't be cutting back on the lights or the heat, but... We will be trying to, you know, improve sustainability and uh, there's lots of new technology around alternative energies that we'll introduce to the park. Um, And the one thing I think about, there's a number of other things, obviously the coffee program, I think, can improve. So hopefully you'll see Blue Bottle Coffee at the Park Hotel. And then um, I find when you walk into the park, there's a lot of lords on the wall. Um, and I'm a, a, I love contemporary art. I'm on the board of the um, De Young Museum in, in San Francisco. And over, thanks to my mom, who was like big into, just a big fan, mom and dad, uh, I started collecting art over the last 30 years. So uh, I'd rather see a Sean Scully on the wall than a Lord of the Manor. And certainly my daughters would prefer that too. Or Dorothy Cross or Louis yeah. Lebrocki. Right. Uh, and so th- th- you'll definitely see um, much more contemporary art coming into the Park Hotel. But we're trying, the core of what the Park Hotel represents, the people, uh, you still have a knight in armor, though, hiding around the corner, or the knight in armor. Up the you might have to. You, you might. There might be like a. You know. You might have to search for the knight in armor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I tell right. you a funny uh, one about that. Uh, Mary Cunningham was a, a waitress in the hotel, and they decided for a prank on Francis that she would dress up in the suit of armor, and as he passed, she'd go wow and give him a big fright. But Francis got caught doing something else, and by the time he went up, she had actually collapsed inside, inside in the suit of armor, <laughs> and she was lying at a forty-five degree angle up against the wall. 
wall in the suit of armour. So you might want to remove that. All right. Well, look, the best of luck to you both, uh, John, as you move on to, well, to continue with Drumquina yeah. and at your service and whatever other uh, adventures you choose to have. And uh, Brian Mayne, the new owner of the Park Hotel in Canmere, thank you very much for joining Thanks, us Pat. in the studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.